0: well uh hello and uh yeah yeah there is a reason for this and it's got nothing to do with how great a guy in a beard looks in one of these masks either trust me uh this is don hey don uh don is a ridger like you are and i've asked don to come out here and perform a thorough body search on me um and uh within reason of course and uh what you may not know is don's a ridger like you are he is also a sergeant with the indiana state police and um So this is going to get awkward in a little bit for us, uh, but trust me, it'll be way more awkward for me than it is for you. You'll know when it is, trust me, and there it is. Okay, so thank you, Don. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Gregory with the Indiana State Police. Thank you, Don, I think. Well, this morning, uh, we are continuing our series called Dangerous Prayers. And last week, uh, well, actually, first week, we talked about God's will in our life, right, and uh, how it not be our will and our desires, but that we follow God's will for what we want and last week, uh, we heard we heard Adam talk about um, brokenness and the kind of brokenness that Jesus experienced, and that was a tough one, and it was challenging, and this week, we're going to be talking about David's prayer. In Psalm 139, search me. So like that search that John, Don just did, uh, things are going to get a little awkward if we're doing it right. And it's a prayer that'll get personal, and it'll reveal some things in us that make us a bit uncomfortable. Well, that's why it's dangerous. We have record of praying this prayer after his enemies and God's enemies were on the attack, accusing David of wrong motives And instead of defending himself and saying, no, 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 you guys got it all wrong. Uh, I'm not the problem here. Uh, He actually prayed a very dangerous prayer to God when he asked God to search his heart. This is the prayer in Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. David's prayer here is, search me. Right there, verse 23, he says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Now, you might be thinking to yourselves, well, doesn't God already know my heart? And and besides, I have a good heart, right? Well, there's actually something that we need to understand about ourselves if we don't already. And that is that without Christ, we don't have a good heart. And I know we often see acts of kind lovingness to one another, and and we may say she or he has a good heart. And, And those things are great, and they are a reflection of God's love. But the nature of our hearts isn't that. In fact, I'm sure it won't surprise you to know that my heart is quite suspect if left unchecked. You can just ask anyone who makes the poor choice to be an aggressive driver anywhere near me on the interstate. You know the guy, the, the one that he's tailgating you, and he's whipping in and out around, and he comes right back up on your tail, and, and Vicky, my wife, she can attest to this, those poor souls who drive that way near me on the highway will experience, without hesitation, the most passive, aggressive punishment that I can serve up. I mean, like when you drive in the left lane, and you pin that guy behind a semi so that he can't pass. And then maybe you speed up a little bit and he whips around you thinking he's going to get around and oops, your foot slips off the accelerator and you slide back a little bit. Look, I know I'm a jerk. And um, is Don still here? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have admitted that in front of a state police officer. Well, let's take a look at what Jeremiah 17.9 says about our hearts. It says this, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Have you ever rationalized with yourself, like like lied to yourself about something just so you could do what you wanted to do? Just one more handful of M&M peanuts. That won't be that bad. Yeah, that's my thing. Or maybe just one more whatever, fill in the blank for you. Maybe it's, I can handle just one more drink. Or I could go to that website just one more time. When we pray, search my heart, it's a dangerous prayer because God is going to show us things in our hearts that aren't in alignment with his desires. This is a dangerous prayer, and, and it can bring us so much closer to God because he knows our hearts. And if we allow it to, our hearts can be transformed to be more like his. So there are three ways that we can ask God to search our hearts that we see in this verse. Number one, like David did, we pray, reveal my fears. He says in verse 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. What is it that makes you anxious? Are you afraid of losing your beard? Or a receding hairline? Or a growing bald spot? Well, look, it's a real struggle. I, I mean, I know it's hereditary, but it, but it is real. No, we're not, we're not talking about that kind of stuff. We're not talking about snakes, or spiders, or even my hairline here, we're, we're talking about things that we don't like to talk about. Or maybe we don't even acknowledge. What is it internally that makes you afraid? What is it that makes you anxious? Are you afraid of losing your job? Afraid of not getting married by a certain age? Afraid of being stuck in a marriage that you're in and it's not getting any better? Are you afraid of the future, of the unknown, of not succeeding or, or maybe succeeding in a particular area? Afraid of loss? I mean, what if I lose something or, or worse yet, someone that I love? What I fear the most reveals where I trust God the least. That one hurts me just a little bit there. You want to hear it again? Yep, nope, me either. What I fear the most reveals where I trust God the least. I think the reason that we should say, God, reveal my fears, is to help us see where we need to trust him more. If I'm scared that my marriage isn't going to work or that I can't provide for my family, or whether or not I can keep my children healthy and safe, am I trusting God no matter what? God, search my heart. Show me where I'm afraid and where my anxious thoughts fall short in trusting you. I've been praying this prayer for the last two weeks, every day in preparation for today. And I can confirm this is a dangerous prayer. For me, it revealed, it revealed a couple things. God showed me that I fear some things that are understandable, like the health of my kids and family. Well, because COVID, right? But God also showed me something a little more embarrassing for me to admit to you. I'm afraid that I won't live up to your standard, yours. You see, I get anxious that some things that I might say as a teacher or a decision that I make as a leader will be wrong. And if I deceive myself and lie, well, then I'm going to say things like, well, that's not my problem, that's your problem. And you shouldn't judge me, right? But then I can walk this really dangerous line and mix in truth with that. And I say things, well, well, I'm not doing this for you anyway. I'm doing this for God, and, and it's what God believes that matters. Well, that's true, and it may be true. But, but my heart, when I say it like that, and when I think that, it smacks of arrogance and self-righteousness. But if I look a little deeper, and I keep praying, God, search me, show me my fears, test my anxious thoughts. What begins to happen is that God reveals to me that where I have a real fear is of being inadequate and not enough. This is my fear. You see, I have to love God and please him more. I have to love God and pleasing him more than I fear not pleasing others. To, to God... I am enough, and you are enough. I'm wise enough, smart enough, educated enough for God to use me according to his plan. My fears reveal where I trust God the least. And and when I trust God, well, he takes away those fears. I dare you, like triple dog dare you, to pray this prayer. And I know it's the coup de grace of all dares. And yes, I'm well aware of the slight breach of etiquette that I had by skipping the triple dare and going straight to the triple dog dare. But I triple dog dare you to pray this. Search my heart, O God. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. As you do this, know that that God will reveal to you things about your heart, what you fear. As you continue to pray, he'll help you get to the root of it. And, And there'll be a moment there. A moment will be like this line in the sand, this aha moment for you, a moment where you'll be challenged to take your next step in faith and say, I will do what God is calling me to do. And by the way, that's what makes this a dangerous prayer. So the first way we ask God to search our heart was to reveal my fears. The second way, and not any easier, is we ask God to uncover our sins. David prays, point out anything in me that offends you. David is saying, God, I want you to show me everything, everything in my life that isn't how you want me to live. And I think David asked God to do this because he knew something that is true in him, and it's true in us, that we can see all the problems that other people have, but we often can't see them in ourselves. If you've ever spent a second on social media these days, Right? You see what I'm talking about here. We see very clearly what everyone else is doing wrong. Your politics are wrong. Your plan for COVID is wrong. The way you do this or that is wrong. But have you noticed that we tend to accuse others and excuse ourselves of the very same thing? Well, this is just how I am, or, or at least I'm not as bad as Tim. And yeah, by the way, that one's a gimme. You can use that whenever you're stuck in a situation, accused of something. You can always say, at least I'm not as bad as Tim. Above all, the heart is deceitful. And most often, it's to ourselves. We lie to ourselves, and that's why it takes courage to pray a prayer like, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's anything offensive in me. Take some guts to pray, because it can be a life changer when you give God permission to point out any sin in your heart. So I want to give you a few questions that are really helpful to ask when we're praying, uncover my sins. These three questions, they're going to help us with self-awareness. And the first question is, what are, we, what are others trying to tell me? In other words, if I had three or four people that love me in my life, care about me, and they say I should consider something, well, I should pay close attention. Because I might have a problem in that area. What are others trying to tell me? And the second question that we ask ourselves, what have I rationalized for some time? Let's say, for example, you enjoy peanut M&M's. And like so much that when you buy that big jug and container, uh, Sam's Club, of peanut M&M's, that your wife hides them from you, hypothetically. Of course, we're saying this. So you rationalize your love and addiction for peanut M&M's by suggesting that she's hiding them all for herself. And you rationalize that you deserve a few hundred every now and then. Well, maybe it's a little more serious. Maybe there's something that you're rationalizing right now. and You know it. Maybe you're saying something like, yeah, you know what? This might not be right, but it's not that big of a deal. It's just how I deal with things. It's how I cope, okay? So it's not hurting anyone. This is just my thing, right? It's just my one thing. Or whatever we might say. What do I rationalize? And the third thing is, where am I most defensive? Where do I say, no, 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 we're no, we're not going there. We're not going to talk about that. I don't want to talk about it. Don't judge me. Back off. Where am I most defensive? When we have the courage to pray, uncover my sins, God will point out things that we've been trying to deny. We should listen to what God is saying, what he's trying to show us. But then what do we do? Do we have the courage to drag it out into the light? Do we have the courage to confess it to God? There's a couple different types of confession. We can confess to God for forgiveness and to others for healing. God has said that if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us. We should also confess to one another. The Bible says, confess your sins to one another and pray for each other that you might be healed. That kind of healing there, that's relational healing. And I know it sounds hard to do, but one of the places that we have the space to do that is in groups. A group is so vital because we come together as part of a community of followers of Jesus. Groups are where we develop individual relationships, and it's those relationships where we can say, I need help. Would you you walk with me? Would you pray with me? Will you hold me accountable? Right? Groups are where we learn together about God, and we discuss what we're learning and God's teaching us. It's in groups where you realize, hey, they aren't perfect either, and And they're trying to figure this out just like I am. Well, here at the Ridge, we're just a group, a big group of imperfect people who who are trying really hard to take our next steps daily in our walk with Jesus. So that's why a prayer like search me, reveal my fears, uncover my sins is so important. When we pray search me, reveal my fears, uncover my sins We recognize our need for Jesus and his grace. Without him, we're left alone with our fears and our sins. There is no hope without him. When I pray that prayer, when I pray it, it points me to the fact that my identity must be in him and not what people think. Our need always points us to the area where we must call On and learn to depend on God. Whatever He shows us, I'm addicted, I'm full of pride, I'm out of control, I'm materialistic, I've got issues. Whatever He shows us, we can recognize that there's no hope without Christ and there's no way out without Jesus. Whatever He shows us points us directly to our need for Him. This is a dangerous prayer. And it'll take courage for you to pray it. Because when you do, well, God is going to show you some things that you might not be proud of. But there's always grace. The very last part of this prayer, David, David says, lead my life. When God shows me what I need to change, he'll then lead us in the way of everlasting life. Verse 24 says this, point out anything in me that offends you. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. It takes courage to pray a dangerous prayer like search me, O God. When we say, I want you to look deep into the darkest parts of my heart. Show me and test me. Reveal to me my anxious thoughts. Show me the things that I fear the most when I trust you the least. See if there's anything in me that offends you. Show me what I need to see. And what I need to hear, God, reveal my fears, uncover my sins, lead my life. All this through searching my heart. Search me. Often when we first start our walk with Jesus, it's the big things that get our attention. And then as we walk further, we start to learn that it's the little things that are pretty big things and it's the heart issues the biggest things that God is going to reveal to us in our heart that then points us to our need for Jesus and we need his grace every day and we can't do it without his power for me my insecurities my thoughts are not measuring up all that means that I can't do this without God Am I able to teach lead care for others without Him. He is the source of my ability. Any bit of wisdom and knowledge that I may have, I strive to give Him my best. I want all of it to be for His honor, to point to only Him. I need to see clearly that His love and approval is what I should live for, and it's all that I need. And I'm not there yet, but I'm still working on it. Just a minute, I'm going to put this prayer back up on the screen. But before we do anything with it, I want to remind you that if you pray this prayer consistently, God will show you your need. If you can surrender that need to God, your life will be transformed. Remember, it takes courage, but it can be life-changing. So if you're here with me in person today, or maybe you're watching somewhere else I want you to say this prayer with me out loud. Yep. Under your masks or at home where you are, wherever you're watching this, we're going to read this together up on the screen. Are you ready? All right. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Let's right. pray. God, hear our prayers, look into our hearts, and for everybody that prayed that today, uh, I pray that you would help them to do that consistently in their life, help reveal our fears, uncover our sins, and lead us. We thank you for giving us the grace necessary to stand up under all that, to have the ability that when when you reveal those things to us, that you give us the hope through grace, that you give us the strength and the answers to see a way through it. We thank you for the ultimate example of that grace and love in your son Jesus and what that means in each of our lives. And I pray that we would embrace that if we don't know that truth already, that we would ask somebody about that. It's your name we pray, amen.